0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to your week ahead with Mama Dada Astrology live right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Welcome to the best time of your week ahead of time. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you We are live, we are in full effect Welcome, I would say welcome back But welcome ahead to the best time of your week ahead of time It's Mama Dada Astrology Hour Right here on the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Network So yeah, just happy to be ahead again Once again with you all Shout out To our Divine Righteous Ancestors Thank you, thank you, thank you We would not be here without you We are so happy to be here Special, special shout out per usual To our own Brother Ampu Fearless leader here at the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Network And shout out to the beautiful, beautiful job And response that the um, new show Radio show that he and Nikki are doing. So shout them out and check them out. I believe it's every Friday, dropping jewels, dropping astro jewels, dropping spiritual jewels. Just a beautiful time to be right here on the Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency in addition to your The best time of your week ahead of time Right here with us on your week ahead With Mama Dada Astrology I don't want to go too far today I definitely um, You know this is a radio show And we got callers and if you're online Listening and you have to step away from your computer, feel free to dial in 818-369-0368. I see you guys, some of you already on the line. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Y'all are the reason why I come back every week. There is no show without my Mama's Babies Nation growing week by week. I just appreciate you guys so much. Um, thank you, thank you for taking the time to check out the previous week's show. They're in the episode info. You can listen to last week's broadcast simply by clicking the word here. Thank you so much to my mama's babies that I get to talk to every week because they went to the episode info and clicked to grab and so we get to chat every week about their chart, personalize how these transits like Jupiter stationing retrograde yesterday and Mercury going into Aquarius. I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize. Jupiter stationing retrograde Monday and Mercury going into Aquarius yesterday. They knew about it ahead of time, and they know how it's affecting them personally and we get to talk about the information that I send them just in case they need a breakdown. So we do an hour every week on the phone. And so that's been going strong for almost two years now. I appreciate you guys more than words could say. Thank you also for clicking on the Astro Love Gifts link in the episode information and just showing love, just showing love. Just I literally have people sending Astro Love Gifts that listen every week. Just to say, I appreciate you for showing up every week, showing out on this here show, <laughs> and letting us breaking it down into layman's terms so we can understand and understand um, the week ahead's events ahead of time. And you share with us how we can maximize these energies and access these energies at their highest vibration and potential. For your own particular and personal life, it's not a religion. It's nothing cookie cutter. This is available for everyone, and I'm just here breaking it down so you can begin to recognize some of these things. Like when the Super Bowl comes up and different, you know, uh, large scale events, and you can begin to see the symbolism, and you can begin to see the 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 um the meanings behind the colors and the and the energies. Okay. And so thank you for the Astro Love Gifts. There's no Astro Love Gifts that's too large or too small. So just thank you in advance for keeping the Astro Love Gifts flowing, and I'm going to keep my Astro Love Gifts continuously flowing to you guys every week per usual. also, shout out for those who do the one-click email access to Mama Dada also found in the episode information for each and every show. This week, I updated it to include eclipse season report packages, okay? Uh, every six months, I've done, I've offered the same package, and I mean, it never fails. I know when eclipse season is here, because that means I'm about to get blown Up And it did not fail again this season I've been getting hit up left and right From people who actually know what I do And then people who just know me on a personal level And they know I'm bringing that spirituality period Point blank every time I open my mouth pretty much Even they've been hitting me up Just to I guess hear what I got to say About what's going on right about now Um, So I am happy to provide uh, Eclipse season report packages for you guys. What that's going to include is the lunar, full moon, and Leo eclipse information relating to your specific natal chart. That occurs here in just a couple of days on the 10th. It's a package because it's not only going to include that. It's going to include the report that details uh, your particular information for these solar new moon eclipse that's here at the end of the month on Sunday the 26th. This report package would be good for your next, at least, depending on when you're, if you're having a solar return at this time, which I know a couple of people that are, this, the eclipse report would actually be good for your entire year ahead. Um, but if you're not, then it would be good for the next six months, Okay. So keep that in mind. If you're, Y'all you know I'm going to get it to you for the low, 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 lowest possible. So hit me up, one-click email, access to Mama Dada, and uh, just put Eclipse package in the subject line, and I'll know what you want. We can get on it. I can get that to you within about two days, okay, and it'll last you for up to six months, six months to a year. All right, so without further ado, we are into our... You know what, before I get into the week ahead, let me pick see if I left off anything from last week because I definitely do not want to leave y'all hanging at such an energetically sensitive time. Now, you go, like I said, you, there's a link to click here, the words here, this episode. That'll catch you up to this week. That'll catch you up through the 11th, okay? But we, in the week ahead, we're discussing the 12th through the 18th. Uh, But before we get there, I know that I pretty much probably left off on the, um, gosh, I didn't even get to listen to last week's episode. I always, I tend to do that before I get back on the air just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, But I'm telling y'all, when I put there in the um, episode information also, that we could be discussing any variety and range of different observations of uh, alignments and positions that are going on currently right now. And one of the ones that's been on my mind, y'all, of course, is Mercury, the very planet and energy that governs the mind, (laughs) Um, at least the lower mind. Um, Mercury moved into Aquarius yesterday, and I promise you I heard from a handful of people (laughs) on some Mercury stuff, and I'm just like, you know what? This is not even Mercury retrograde. This is just Mercury changing signs. This is just Mercury coming out of Capricorn and going into Aquarius, and I swear it felt like a a Mercury station. Like, what is going on? I could not do reports yesterday. I could not do consults yesterday. It was just like, really? And, you know, um, I spoke on it last week, of course, uh, for February the 7th, 335 a.m., Central Mercury entering Aquarius, but you know, you, we can get on the air and discuss all of these um, transits, you know, ahead of time in the context of, you know, general astrology, what we know about these planets, what we know about these signs, but boy, oh boy, who knew that Mercury entering Aquarius was really going to feel like going back to the future. And I said that, and a friend of mine actually used that same phrase yesterday. Um, He didn't know we were talking about Mercury going into Aquarius, but we were talking about it, you know. And so um, Aquarius, like i said, like I've long said, we're still in Aquarius season. So the sun's still in Aquarius. Um, Mercury is now in Aquarius. And um, Aquarius is just this really fast. Paste energy. It was lightning. How fast you know? do you think we're talking here? And so I definitely shout out to the lady that almost hit me in the car the other day. Um, I, I admonish you all to, to, to slow down, not in the sense that you slow down on, on your progress and where you're headed, but I'm telling you, it's eclipse season right now. Stuff's changing whether you want it to change or not. You don't have to rush it, I promise. so it was a precious, beautiful baby in the front seat, too. She looked really too small to be sitting up in that front seat. But either way it goes, they were going too fast. I actually had the right of way. And, you know, I'm never, like, in a hurry when I'm driving or, like, aggressive or anything like that anyway. But it just, I couldn't believe it, the way she whooped around that Whooped through that turn and almost hit me, and I saw that precious little baby. I said, I don't, and it was it was actually Super Bowl day, and I said, oh God, this this dear beautiful sister and her beautiful baby probably going to you know go eat some Super Bowl food somewhere and really truly just going too fast and could easily could have had an accident. So Mercury in Aquarius is all things related to not only communication. I know Mercury's mental communication, uh, but Mercury's also travel, okay? Um, so watch that. I know, you know, this Aquarius energy, it, it, it governs, I already told y'all, it governs the uh, electrical impulses, you know, in our, even in our body, the 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 speed of light, the speed of which it takes from your finger touching a fire, you know, before you know better. And the time that it takes to send that signal to your brain that says, hot, hot, move that hand back, I mean, pieces of a second, is how quickly this Aquarius energy flows. You hear me? So that's why Aquarius governs change. That's how quick change can occur, that's how quick um, flashes of insight. Can come, okay? But we don't need to be moving that fast, not in this sort of reality, and not with our precious cargo with us. So please, please, please. There, I mean, really, I think I saw enough and experienced enough yesterday with Mercury going into Aquarius to to give me a preview of coming attractions. I know what. When did I tell y'all it's going? Mercury is going to be in Aquarius through. February twenty fifth, okay? February the seventh or February the twenty fifth, which is literally one day before the next eclipse. You see what's happening here, okay? So we're it it may feel because of the eclipses, it may feel because of Mercury. Mercury and Aquarius is like literally going back to the future. I'm telling you, it's just interesting energy and feel of just being in another dimension or entering through a portal or porthole, okay? And so uh, emo. I did tell y'all last week, you know, emotions tend to take a back seat to the intellect while Mercury is in Aquarius. So just like that lady, she wasn't studying me, uh, having a green light in the right of way. She was she was on whatever her mind was on, she was already there. You see what I'm saying? She was already in the future wherever she was headed to and me having the right of way in a green light just it wasn't even on her radar. And she wasn't and probably had no feeling or emotion about what she did. You could see it in her face and the poor baby just looked at me like Ooh, we're going fast in this term, mommy <laughs> So... I mean, this energy is future-minded, okay? Um, It's it's really not a very sensitive sign, and hurting or neglecting other people's feelings is just something to watch out for. I told y'all last week that the strong suggestion under this energy and influence is to pause and give. Slow down long enough to think, even if you're not going to emote. That's fine. I'm not going to tell you what while Mercury is in Aquarius where emoting is not really high on the list to make sure that you try to emote anyway. No, I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you why this uh, fast-paced, electrical, you know, flash, lightning-fast energy is the environment that we're processing mentally through until February 25th? I'm going to tell you simply to give yourself some time. You can't run on one million all day, every day. What did I tell y'all last week? You're going to burn out. You can burn out. It's not Aquarius season all year long. So don't be scared to pause. You're not going to miss anything. You're not going to miss anything. Now, since it's coming so fast, I've been strongly admonishing people, my mama's babies and people that I stay in contact with, uh, to write stuff down. It's coming so fast. Is coming so fast. Write stuff down and communicate. This is a very beautiful energy to communicate with others under Aquarius governs networking, Aquarius governs friendships, Aquarius governs groups that we associate with. So by all means, talk. <laughs> Get it out. This, the, the energy's running through us so fast. Get it out. Get it out on paper. Get it out out of your mouth. Now, I told y'all, it kind of felt like a mercury retrograde yesterday, so uh, you may want to even um, think <laughs> think twice before you get it out, but, I mean, it's coming so fast. If you need to, just record it. Record it. I've started uh, u- utilizing a technology that's helping me with my mama's babies uh, to record and so you may consider that, recording it on paper, recording, it, audio, recording the audio of whatever is coming out. It, once again, Aquarius rules the future, so you might be ahead of your time, but if you go on and write it down, if you go on and record it, it'll be there when you need it. That's the thing. That's why we have to learn about these energies so we can learn how to interact with them. Yes, Aquarius is, is a fast-paced energy. But it doesn't have to – we don't have to burn out. That's not required. We don't have to burn out. We don't have to burn up everything in our past. We can actually just pause and breathe <laughs> and remember the record, okay? Okay. Um, Let's see, what else, what else, y'all, uh, before we jump into the week ahead? I definitely wanted to hit on that. Jupiter retrograde, definitely wanted to hit on that. Ooh, I didn't get to dig in it like I wanted to last week, but I cannot leave y'all hanging for the next four months. <laughs> Monday, this past Monday, February the 6th, oh one a.m. Central, Libra station retrograde at 23 degrees and 8 minutes of Libra, okay? This happens About every year, 13 months, it lasts about four months. This is a beautiful time. I know that when you hear retrograde, you think, "Uh uh-oh, this planet's going to get wonky and get out of character and pocket, and I'm going to have to deal with these, you know, wacky energies. I'm learning to love a retrograde. I'm telling you that right now. And this one is um, no different. Now y'all know Jupiter is great benefic. Yeah, the great benefic, the giver of luck and abundance and gifts and expansion and advancement and growth and humor and adventure. And is officially retrograde for the next few months, okay? And what you may have, there was, you've got that have occurring at the very beginning of the week, Mercury going into Aquarius. So I don't know if you'll be able to exactly pinpoint it, but I'm going to help break the, the, the description of this energy down, and maybe you can. That things have shifted, okay? And for our benefit, benefic, great benefic Jupiter is. And they've shifted for our benefit. And. When Jupiter is direct, I like to think of it as, you know, just happiness, growth. A lot of the things I just mentioned, spiritual, um, you know, full steam ahead and opportunities, you know, uh, in abundance. Well, when it's retrograde, I like to think of it as we're going back to get it, okay? Maybe while Jupiter was retrograde you couldn't see clearly opportunities for growth and development and abundance and luck. But now that it's retrograde, y'all know what happens in a retrograde. We get to reflect. We get to review. We get to be introspective. And with Jupiter retrograde, we get to be philosophical and spirit. we get to wax philosophical and spiritual during this time. Why? Because apparently the universe is saying we need a little extra time to make sure, about four months, <laughs> to take stock and make sure that we got our lucky ducks in a row before Jupiter stations direct again and we're back in this business of perceiving our, our, uh, the abundance that is all around us. So you can kind of look at the retrograde period as like a test. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are we ready for this growth, abundance, luck, development, adventure, higher learning, um, long-distance journey, that, or wealth that we seek, good fortune, benefit. Are we ready for the benefit? new love, new romance. Are we ready? And so while Jupiter is retrograde, we get to figure it out. Are we ready? Have we been exhibiting positive Jupiter behavior or negative Jupiter behavior? Maybe that's why you haven't ascertained or perceived the abundance that is all around you yet. So let's see. Let's see. And yeah, let's see. Let's see. Um, some, some. If if we're exhibiting negative Jupiter behavior, as of, as opposed to positive Jupiter behavior, it may manifest itself such as addiction. Okay, what's Jupiter? Jupiter is the expander. I just said expansion, and addiction. Another uh, manifestation of Jupiter is just more than enough or on a low vibration, too much. Jupiter is that energy where there are no boundary lines. More, one more bowl of ice cream, one more cookie, okay? And when you get that bowl or that cookie, okay, just one more. That's Jupiter, just one more. Every time it's the same, just one more. It's always the same with Jupiter, more. And so that that can manifest on a low vibration and be very negative, and, and it can manifest as addiction. Another negative manifestation of Jupiter behavior is greed. What I just say, more, more, more greed, and so when you see this negative Jupiter behavior, um, it's easier to see how, just how out of control these behaviors have gotten now that Jupiter is retrograde, okay? And the reason why it's so much easier for you to see is because it's giving you a chance. Let's just say the omniverse is giving you a chance to see it for what it is, recognize it. That's the first step, right? It's recognizing it oh, shoot, <laughs> I'm just on some more and more and more stuff when it comes to food. I've just been on that more and more and more when it comes to a particular substance, right? Okay, I see it now. I recognize that. I couldn't recognize it just going full speed ahead in it. But now that I'm hearing it said and I'm thinking, I'm looking at it objectively, okay, I see that. I see that and 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 if you don't if if we don't choose to recognize and admit to some of these negative Jupiter behaviors we've been exhibiting then you may find here over the next few months while Jupiter is retrograde that you, that circumstances manifest that serve to shake you you don't want to recognize it okay it's just imagine somebody Grabbing the back of your head and putting your face right smack dab in a screen with a video of you on it, doing more and more and more of some negative Jupiter behavior, and so it's shaking, it's shaking you out of your ignorance and complacency to say, recognize, you're gonna recognize this problem, and you're gonna to admit to it. Now you can. That's why I I love it. When, when good information like this comes across because then you can do you just like a good tarot reading. Any, any good tarot reader will tell you, your life ain't in these cards. I'm going to tell you what I see in the spirit realm, but you can do whatever you want to do. You have the will and ability and ego and desire to do what you want to do. And so, yeah, you can continue to exhibit negative Jupiter behavior all you want to. Addiction, greed, what else? Selfishness, gluttony, extravagance, more, more, more. Wastefulness, self-righteousness, more, more, more. Intolerance, bigotry, ignorance, more, more, more. Showing off, more. But you'll know it's a problem. When you, when you notice that, it's stunting your growth. Jupiter is all about growth and advancement. I just said that. And if you're not growing and you're not advancing advancing spiritually and personally, Jupiter retrograde coming to shine a light on it for you. And all you need to do is say thank you. It's not a punishment. This is a powerful, Jupiter governs positivity. This is a powerful positive transit of Jupiter station in retrograde for the next 4 months. Some of us need to be shook out of our ignorance and complacency. Okay? Some people were born with Jupiter retrograde. Um, I have I have a mama's baby. I have a couple mama's babies that were born with Jupiter retrograde. And these people tend to they came here naturally, natally, by birth, uh, and a lot of it, if you don't believe in past lives and such, then just think, consider it as in their childhood, that they came here to learn some lef- lessons or put in a little bit more effort to, in order to achieve the good fortune, the romance, the wealth. Um, the happiness, the contentment that we all seek, okay? And what did I say about this retrograde period? This is so you can come to terms with any issues, okay, any issues that are keeping you from the happiness, the contentment, and the success that you want. How are you going to be happy and wasteful? That means you're not thankful. you unappreciative. How are you going to be happy and gluttonous? Because you've got to have your health to be here to enjoy the abundance and the luck and the growth and the expansion and the development. How are you going to be happy and addicted to substances that are lessening your quality of life? If you being addicted to food is making you feel better, bringing your energy up, come on, then just ignore everything I just said and just write me off. She'll know what she's talking about. My addiction is helping me, That gummit. My addiction is the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm so happy and content to be addicted to a substance that's not Added to my quality of life. Nobody says that. Nobody's going to say that. And so um, this is a very important time, especially if you are, 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 are looking to have a quality of life that you don't have to take a vacation from. If You're looking for a quality of life that has abundance, luck, growth, advancement. A sense of humor and a sense of adventure and, and passion built into it, then take divine advantage over these next four months, okay? A uh, couple of the things that Jupiter is going to be doing while it is retrograde, which can help you um, throughout these four months. I'll mention it um, real quick. Uh, Jupiter is squaring Pluto. While it's retrograde, okay, and so this is talking about an increase, an increased desire to succeed, and the willingness or the tendency to go to any lengths to reach that success, okay. One thing I will mention is to, at all costs, uh, make sure that you're not engaging in any, once again, low vibrational manifestations of Jupiter, like greed. Um, or even low vibrational manifestations of Pluto behavior, like um, um, compulsive behavior or ruthless tactics or um, uh, manipulation or power plays. Like, that's not going to benefit you. Jupiter is square Pluto. Quit playing. Um, Jupiter is also sextiling Saturn as uh, it goes through this retrograde season. So I want you to also keep in mind um, that that is benefiting. It's helping, you know, because Saturn's the parent. You you you're probably gonna have less of a tendency than you would if Jupiter wasn't sextiling Saturn while it's squaring Pluto, um, because that that natural parent energy is kind of there to say, uh, now don't be greedy, now son daughter. All right, don't don't resort to uh power plays and manipula- manipulative tactics to get what you want. That's not gonna help you in the long run. It may satisfy your ego on the short run, but Jupiter's retrograde and you <laughs> uh you what did I say earlier? You don't wanna get shook out of your ignorance or complacency. That's pretty ignorant if that's the only way you think that you can exude power is to attempt to manipulate somebody else. So Jupiter sextile Saturn should be just enough of this Saturnian energy uh, to carry us through these four months and help us not to help us to parent ourselves amidst this Jupiter square Pluto energy. Um, Jupiter square sextile Saturn is also going to assist us in focusing, right? Saturn pairs down. It trims the fat. It's a sextile. So it, you gonna have to work. You you gonna have to put some work in to make sure you keep on focus. I've been having to remind myself and others of that very same thing. We need to remain focused on our objective. Saturn is real goal oriented. It's trying to get to the top of that mountain, right? Even if it takes 30 years, but it gets there eventually because it stays focused on the objective and it stays focused with added determination coming from Saturn energy, and added patience. That's why you can wait 30 years if you have to, because you know eventually you won't get there. Saturn is success. Saturn is reward, but it's the success and the rewards that come after the hard heart or smart work that we do okay Uh, we're also contending with during jupiter retrograde season over the next four months with jupiter opposite uranus and so that could manifest as a strong we are talking about jupiter here that always wants more 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 opposite uranus that just wants to well really be free but if it got to rebel to be free it's going to do that too you don't know what to expect because it's Uranus. <laughs> so you could see this manifest as a really powerfully strong, rebelliously strong urge to react or to rebel, um, especially if you feel like it's something stopping you from doing what you want to do or stopping you from having the fun you want to have, Um Make sure this is another one of those energies where if you got some pent up stuff that you ain't got out, if you been holding this, that's why Aquarius season that's ruled by Uranus is about being your true, authentic. You got only one fingerprint of your kind self, ain't nobody else out here with your fingerprint. And you need to be, to the degree that we, we stand up in this season and clearly with Jupiter opposite Uranus uh, over the next four months, it will behoove us to make sure that we are living our lives authentically us. Y'all think, since I've been on the sh- hosting this show for going on two years now, that I got time to be worried about people calling me weird and... Oh, you're you still studying that astrology stuff? And, Wesley, <laughs> Uranus governs astrology. What you talking about? Uranus governs the future. Everybody is not ready for what's coming. So uh, I'm saying that to say, in addition to making sure that you're not walking around here with a whole lot of built-up tension, that Jupiter opposite Uranus can can cause with a sudden event the release of that could lead to major changes in your circumstances. Okay. Instead of that, make sure you are allowing the flashes of insight, your uniqueness, your individuality that makes you so. Special and beautiful and powerful, ain't nobody else like you, make sure you're getting all that out. If you're like me and you have a family that's not really accepting of all the things that make you uniquely you, guess what, you got a family somewhere out here, find them. It's Aquarius season, the season for networking and joining groups and associating with different groups. And, and developing and, and beginning new friendships or, and, or cultivating new ones, cultivating old ones, re, renewing old ones, revitalizing, breathing new life back into old ones. Make sure you're doing that because there is no excuse. If I can't use the excuse that I can't talk to not noun one body in my family about astrology, and it's my, dang near my entire life, <laughs> then you ain't got no excuse. You ain't got no excuse. What if, I, what if I bottled all of this up? What if I didn't, what if I allowed the fact that my family doesn't support me in studying or teaching astrology to prevent me from doing this show? What if I allowed their non-support of who I am uniquely and individually me, intelligently, geniusly me, to even, I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that because I know who I am. Everybody is not going to accept who you are. It's just as life. That ain't why you letting your freak flag fly. That's not why you're letting your unique individuality shine while the sun is shining in Aquarius, the sign of that. You're not doing it for other people. You're not doing it for the acceptance. You're not doing it so you can fit into a group that you want to join. You're doing it because you don't have no other choice but to be you, but to be you or be miserable, but to be you or walk around here with some built-up tension because you are frustrated, angry, and upset that you can't be you. That would be me. If I did not get on this show every week for two hours, if I did not talk to my mama's babies for an hour every week, if I did not uh, put energy and effort into creating beautiful birth chart reports so people can have an awesome physical representation of themselves, their unique beautiful selves on paper in astrological terms and layman's terms that they can understand and show to their children, and leave as an heirloom so their babies will know who they were astrologically. And grandbabies, if I did not put effort into that on a daily, weekly basis, I would be this very description of building up tension, tension I'm walking around with, that's built up I'm mad I'm angry Because I can't talk to nobody About no astrology And don't nobody Want hear nothing about me Talking about no astrology And don't nobody Want to, you know Hear nothing about what uh, You know I talked about on the show This week Or what, you know Yeah, I could be walking around Pretty tense myself And then be subject to Some old Jupiter Opposite Uranus Sudden event Leading to a major change In my circumstances All because I refuse To be me because it wasn't popular, because I refused to be me because my relatives didn't like it when I be myself. They don't like that. They like me to just be like them. Y'all better look at y'all. Let me not say y'all, because the people I'm talking to, it definitely is not y'all. But y'all better look who got selected to run the current government and y'all look at Uranus, the very same Uranus we're talking about, that governs Aquarius season that's opposing Jupiter during Jupiter retrograde. Got Uranus conjunct the sun in his natal chart. I told, y- I told y'all a long time ago when, you know, all this stuff went down with him, getting into the position he's now in. Y'all watch him, not because we want to be like him, but it- we're watching energies, We're not watching flesh and blood. We're watching energies and rulers and powers and principalities. That's what we're watching. And if you watch him knowing that the sun is conjunct Uranus in his natal chart, that means he's going to express himself just like that Uranus that we sitting up here talking about. You think he's sitting up there asking his relatives, is it okay for him to sign all kind of stuff? Like signing going out of style He ain't asked nobody. Not even the people he told to ask. <laughs> he don't even care about them. That's that rebelliousness. Not for the sake of rebelling when it's in its purest form. It's not rebelling for the sake of rebelling. It's not rebelling just to shock somebody. I just wanna I just like the shock value of suddenly doing some stuff I made up and pulled out of my butt. No. This is rebelliousness for the sake of I got to be me. Do nothing else. And if you try to hem me in and you try to uh, make me follow what you talking about and it goes against me being me, I can't do it. I can't be it. I got to be me. So... Definitely give your, like I was saying, you know, write it out. That This Uranus is the same energy that governs the Aquarius that Mercury just went into yesterday. So it's kind of the same thing I'm I'm going to mention here again with you being the change. Instead of waiting on something sudden and unexpected happen to happen, instead of waiting on an event or circumstance to shake you out of your ignorance or, or, or your routine or complacency, you find the creative, ingenious ways to infuse and stimulate and relieve boredom without, see, when you do it, when you consciously choose because you're now aware, now that you're aware, you can say, well, hey, I want to do this with what I now am aware of. You get to create the change you get to become the change without the chaos and the disruption that comes when you don't see it coming okay are you going to sit around and wait for, for the president select to give you your freedom or are you going to become freedom be free be the change that is freedom. I hope, if nothing else, that that's what this time of him being in the position he's in teaches us all. Quit sitting around waiting for, for, for somebody to do something for you. Do it for yourself. Quit waiting around for, like with the last president, select for some change to come. Oh, this is, you know, we're bringing change. Oh, they bought some change, all right. It wasn't I bet you it wasn't the kind a lot of us wanted. And that's the difference. You you get to with Jupiter Square Pluto this Jupiter retrograde season, you get to manifest your power on a high vibration by you being the change. Pluto says transform. It's time. Jupiter retro you if you want the abundance, if you want the new romance, if you want the bliss, if you want the advancement, if you want the growth, opportunities that are all around us, the astrology for Jupiter retrograde is saying we got to change. Jupiter is square in Pluto, which is transformation, that's change, and it's opposing Uranus, which is change. That's telling me we got to change My mama's babies We got to change We can't keep pulling on the coattails Of of political people And saying can you change This for us We need change We've been waiting on change For 400 years Can you help us This astrology lining up in this Jupiter retrograde season and cycle for us Is not only saying that we're going to be the We better be and become the change that we want to see. But with the sextile to Saturn, it's saying that we can rely on our judgment skills. We can, we can, Saturn is, also it slows stuff down because it puts up the boundaries and the restrictions and it trims the fat and all of that. And so, and like I say, it could take 30 years. So there's a slow there's there's a slowness with Saturn that it's bringing to this Jupiter retrograde so that any change that we are implementing it's a it's more change at our speed instead of this Uranus Aquarius lightning fast speed Saturn's saying okay, we're gonna slow this change down just a little bit so my babies can handle it and Saturn also uh 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 what do you call it? The whole shock thing, you know, that I was saying about Uranus and the president, the current president, select just it it reduces the shock value. Okay, so you you may even see that politically over the next four months. That it's not y'all see how they slowed his butt down? He's just signing stuff all willy nilly, <laughs> baby. They said, uh uh, hold on. <laughs> no, nah, we're not finna implement that right now today. Crazy. It's a process. And so Saturn, you're gonna see that you're probably gonna see that as well. Um definitely it's a sextile, so definitely if you need some change. <laughs> it's eclipse easy. You may find over the next four months you need to slow down. Just know that through you being patient, through you um employing a strong work ethic, through you being perseverant, you will make sure through those um, Saturn-ruled behaviors that whatever gains you are on tap to enjoy more fully once Jupiter is finally stationed direct in a few months, that those uh, benefits are enduring, that they last a long time. Because now you get, you know what I'm saying, when you get a hold of this Jupiter retrograding, you're manifesting Jupiter more on the positive manifestations of behaviors instead of the negative. Now, I did go through the negative ones, you know, the greed, the addiction, the bigotry, the self-righteousness, but Jupiter on its highest level, you know, it's just substantive. It's substantial. It's because it's it's more than enough. That's why I say the abundance is already all around us right now. Maybe it's going to take these next four months of Jupiter retrograde to see that clearly and snap us out of the complacency and the ignorance. Cause Jupiter on its highest level is beautiful abundance. It's beautiful spirituality. It's beautiful energy for learning and teaching and, and 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 learning beyond what you know, elementary school. It's the higher learning. It's the going out on a long distance journey learning. It's it's. Even the long-distance journey, if it's not even a physical one, but a a, a mental one or an emotional one, we can do it. Jupiter sextile Saturn here is saying we can have success in this. It just may take us slowing down the change, you know. Change can happen so fast, and and it be drastic. Change your whole life in a millisecond. But Saturn says, I'm going to help you process this change, even if it takes 30 years. I keep saying that because that's a Saturn cycle of 29 and a half, 30 years. But my point is, it could take a while. It could take through the next six months that, of this new eclipse season, that this eclipse season is setting off us for the next six months. It may be through next eclipse season six months from now. But what I tell you, Saturn is built into the hard, hard, smart work. It's success and reward. It's Jupiter built inside of Saturn. Jupiter retrograde is pretty much Saturn. You're going to have to work a little harder for it. You're going to have to work a little harder if you want to overcome these addictions. You're going to have to work a little harder if you want to overcome uh, being greedy. Being greedy is a habit. You don't have to be greedy. That's not a life, a death sentence. You're not forced to be greedy for the rest of your life. And maybe it's going to take, and some people don't want to change. I just told y'all during this whole Jupiter retrograde, it's squaring Pluto, change, transformation. Opposing Uranus, change, transformation, and challenging at that. Squares and opposition, it's not going to be easy, but we got to do it. And if you and you may sit there, and say, oh, I ain't got to do, I ain't got to change, I ain't got to do nothing. I don't care if it's eclipses, eclipse I don't care if it's Jupiter retrograde, I ain't got to do nothing. Okay. Well, the omniverse got something for that too, and it's called things that that are beyond your control, especially if you're out of control. It may be an, if it's if you if you stick in addiction, it may be an intervention. Control that. Control thinking. You walking into your house, and it's a room full of people that say, "Yeah, you walk out there and 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 hit that one more time if you want to. Your whole life's gonna change." Yeah, I know y'all seen that show. They get in that intervention. They say, "Baby, <laughs> you don't. You can go out there and uh, abuse the substance of your choice right now today if you want to." But they they read that paper. They say, "Your life." Uh, it's going to change in the following ways, and they read them off one by one. Some of the family members say, oh, "You want? I can't even fool with you no more after today if you don't decide to change, because it's too much. It's out of control. When Jupiter is, is uh, manifesting itself negatively, it's ugly. Just imagine t- more than enough. Of something that's killing you It's ugly So it may be an intervention or it, may, or it may be something Way more drastic than that You think an intervention is drastic Because you want to go do your substance That's pain compared to Some more drastic ways That events can occur To shake you out of your ignorance These they, they just, Or complacency a lot of them, a lot of them, even after they get into the darn treatment, they see they'll they'll do the interview after they've been in treatment, and it's like they like I don't know what the hell I was doing. What the heck was I thinking? That wasn't even a life I was living. They got complacent. The the substances tend to do that. They make it real easy to get complacent. I don't care if the substance is food. You know they putting chemicals in the food, right? Well, I can't wait to talk to y'all about Sun and Pisces season because I'm going to really, y'all think I've been a little tough on y'all with this Jupiter retrograde, but I'm I'm to go, you, you don't think you're going to get let have it talking about Pisces, the very sign of unconditional love and, you know, meditation and prayer, but I'm going to really unconditionally love y'all and get in this Sun and Pisces info. Um, for the rest of this week, I just wanted y'all to have something substantive on this Jupiter retrograde because I didn't get to dig in it like I wanted to last week because I had to just go ham on this full moon lunar eclipse and Leo that's coming up here in a couple of days. Had to, had to, had to. Um, after the lunar eclipse on Friday the 10th, that's at 6.33 p.m. Central uh, at 11.52 p.m. Central that same night, the moon trines Saturn and goes void for eight hours, um, Get some probably really, really good sleep overnight on Friday. Uh, and then at 7.52 a.m. Central on Saturday, the moon does go into Virgo, okay? Virgo's an earth sign. Y'all know earth signs want to produce something. They want some results for the work they put putting in. And so as of Saturday, when you rise up more than likely, depending on where you're at, um, you're going to be in the mood to to do something <laughs> and to have something to show for what you're doing. Um, anything Virgo is favorable. When the moon is in a sign, it means we will be emotionally satisfied or will be emotionally craving things associated with that sign. So we'll be definitely satisfied to do anything towards self-improvement, um, like I said, we want to see results from it. Um, anything like this will probably be a, a house cleaning weekend because Virgo governs those routines, the work and the health that affects our lifestyle, the quality of life that we live. And so anything governing and, around health this weekend, uh, self-improvement at that, uh, Virgo's real detail-oriented, you know, you can find yourself getting caught up in cleaning or caught up in whatever task is at hand. This is just a good weekend for getting things done, okay? Um, Even if it takes a long time, we're going to have, like I said, we're going to be emotionally satisfied to do it, so we'll be just fine, you know, spending the first few hours of our Saturday cleaning out closets, you know, the weather's starting to kind of change everywhere, and, you know, packing up stuff we know we're not going to wear anymore this season, just stuff like that, catching up on chores, decluttering, um, and then, of course, Virgo's ruled by Mercury. So anything kind of mentally stimulating that we can sit down and concentrate on and have fun with, like puzzles, games, reading, and, or just, like, really um, – a good conversation. Now, this Virgo energy can be, since it's so detail-oriented, it can be nitpicky and critical and thought-finding. So, you know, if you see that in somebody else, just let them make it because the moon's in Virgo, and it's totally emotionally, they're craving somebody to be critical of. So, but, you know, you can, it, when you learn how to work with these energies, you can, you can work with that, you know, instead of you tripping on somebody being critical or false finding, hey, I, you know, I need to analyze this problem or this issue. I need to salute practical solutions are accessible to us all while the moon is in Virgo, okay? And we can, while the moon is in Virgo, since we do have access to the details and the fine print, And as Mercury ruled, this is a good energy to break things down under. If you have an elephant that you need to eat, this is the energy where you break it down one bite at a time under, under, okay? Um, Take a look at your daily routine. If you are having to do just a whole bunch of cleaning up and stuff this weekend, maybe you could take a look at your daily routine throughout the week and see how you can um, modify it where it better serves your health needs with Virgo rules health so, better, so it can better serve your health needs. It, it ain't healthy if, you know, you put, push the limit, push the limit, push the limit, push the limit, and then here comes Saturday. You don't even feel like cleaning up, doing nothing because you burnt out. You can't do nothing, and you wasting all this moon and Virgo time, you know, just recovering and so this also would be a good weekend to look at your health routine, your, your lifestyle from one week to the next, and see how you can make little adjustments. Virgo Energy is about fixing things. That's why it's looking at the details because it want to fix it. That's why it's so nitpicky and fault finding because it wants everything to be pure and righteous. Okay? Um, any adjustments that you need to make to your... Exercise or nutrition or anything like that, this is the weekend to do it. Drink lots of water, stretch, walk, jog. Virgo is the energy um, of service, of volunteering, um, uh, reviewing things, adding, like, final touches, writing, editing, all that stuff. Um, If you can, take some constructive criticism, you know, uh, receiving that feedback. And then any kind of like detoxifying effort is going to be good this weekend as well. The sun does shine Jupiter Saturday, February the 11th at 9:25 a.m. Central. And so, I mean, come on. I just got through breaking down to y'all what Jupiter is the the great benefic, and the sun is shining that um, here exactly on the 11th. Two eleven. 11. Come on, y'all. Y'all see them two twos. <laughs> Um, and so it's a great it's a great energy, the great, benefic, and easy, effortless, harmonious flow with the sun in Aquarius at 23 degrees. I mean, we should really be feeling on top of the world. We should be enjoying friendships, come on, and friendliness and warmth within our, the context of our relationships with everyone. We should... Um, This is that energy, it's kind of like I've described this to a few people and I've said it on the show before, but this is that energy where there's so much good feeling accessible to us energetically while the sun is trining Jupiter, that this is the energy where you should have that overflow and abundance, hint, hint, Jupiter, more than enough that you, that you should be if you if you're by this weekend feeling like you have more than enough good feelings and vibrations that you have access to, that means you need to be sharing it. You hear me? Using the most of the good fortune associated with this transit to bliss someone else with your enthusiasm, your self confidence, and your high spirits. Okay. You could, you know, just sit back and enjoy all the good vibes and soak them all up yourself. But that, see, that's, that, that's where Jupiter goes bad because that's, that's when we get greedy. Now, I got, look, think about it. I got a cup, right? And my cup is filled up and it's overflowing. That means it's spilling out or being wasted. That's why I said wastefulness on a low vibration of Jupiter. You got so much that you have access to, that you're wasting it instead of sharing it. That's what I'm saying. If this weekend comes and you're feeling super-duper good, can't nobody steal your joy? Can't nobody slap the smile off your face? That means you got an abundance. You're overflowing, and you need to share. You need to share not just because, oh, that's such a, that's such a righteous thing to do. That's what a good person would do. They would share their good feelings. No, not necessarily. I'm not going to say no, but not necessarily. You could be missing out on some opportunities for growth. I've told you growth and advancement and expansion. I just told you Jupiter's retrograde while it's trining this sun. So we are going back and making sure we're not missing opportunities for the luck advancement, growth, and abundance, and enthusiasm, high spirits, and self-confidence, because we're making sure that we don't miss out on it uh, by uh, manifesting Jupiter in a low vibration, okay? All right. So that wraps up our current week. Uh, Let me mention this. To my, Especially regarding the Sun, Tron, Jupiter, I just broke down for you guys, for my Aquariuses, especially those born in Deacon 3 from February 9th to 18th. Shout out to um, my Deacon 3 Aquariuses. Happy solar return season still. I just love this season. Um, especially to my Leo Deacon 3s, born August 13th to 22nd. My Gemini Deacon 3s, born June 11th to 20th, and Libra Deacon 3s, October 13th to 22nd, Sagittarius Deacon 3s, December 12th to 21st, and Aries Deacon 3s, April 10th to 19th. This sun trine Jupiter is affecting you the most, so pay attention. Aquarius, the sun is in your sign and Jupiter's trining your sign. You bet! If you are an Aquarius, especially a Deacon three Aquarius, you bet not miss out on this weekend and all the good the good gushiness that's in store. You you need to be one of the main ones sharing all the good feelings. Uh, Gemini, don't let me come across a Gemini that's either manifesting Jupiter on a low vibration or or just acting up, 'cause I'ma slap them. Gemini, y'all got fun trying. Your deacon and Jupiter Trine your sign So That's easy, that's, that's gifts on gifts On gifts on gifts on gifts Of good feelings, harmonious Relationships, inner feelings Of balance and calm Well-being Positive attitude, sociability I bet not catch a Gemini slipping Because I'm a to slap them just for everybody That wish they had Sun And Jupiter trining them at the same time uh, for my Leos, y'all got the sun opposition, but y'all have the Jupiter sextile. So where, my Leos, where it can be a difficult time because of ego getting in the way of you achieving what you want or um, enemies and competitors opposing your efforts or challenging you, um, especially males, the sun opposing you could potentially just be male figures, authority figures, bosses. Uh And you may have to tone down that self-assertion as a result of that. You know, you still be yourself. It's Aquarius season. You still let your freak flag fly, but you don't have to put it in a face. You see what I'm saying, Leo? Tone down that self-assertion. Think about what you're really trying to achieve and make sure that the way you're going about it is actually the best way. You do have the Jupiter textile, okay, Leo? So you still have opportunity and access to happiness and optimism and good things coming more easily, health and vitality being high, okay, and feeling sociable. So, and that's going to last a while because of the Jupiter retrograde. Um, Libra, y'all have got the sun trine and Jupiter in your chart. Just, um, uh, yeah, so y'all doing really good too. Okay, Libra? Um Jupiter in your sign still As it's going retrograde Y'all should be good Sag, Sagittarius, y'all got the sun sextile And the Jupiter sextile um, Aries, y'all got the sun sextile And the Jupiter opposition Aries with that Jupiter opposition Watch out for them low vibrations of Jupiter Y'all, y'all really got to watch out For the low vibrations of Jupiter um, With the opposition because it can be a tug of war or it can be the perfect balance you decide. Um, you could take on more, you could take more than you need, you can take on more than you can handle. What I say, low vibrational, Jupiter is more more more. And in a positive way, more than enough is great, but in a negative way, more than enough can be too much. Okay, Aries. All right, we are officially in the week ahead. Sunday, February the 12th through Saturday, February the 18th. We start the week off in that um, moon in Virgo energy, so um, they're on Sunday. Like I said, it this just may not be the Sunday where you lounge around the house and feel really good about it because Virgo, any earth sign, Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn, they want results. They want tangible results. They want results they can measure. They want results they can see with their physical eyes, and so this just may be a Sunday where, and then it's Virgo's rule by Mercury also, so you may not be content to just lounge around this Sunday just because you want to be, you want to talk, <laughs> you want to have a, a a practical conversation with someone really bad. So, um, you know, if it's a practical conversation, maybe. Or your week ahead if you're under that Virgo energy feeling really detail oriented about making plans for the week you may end up talking to people on Sunday about some practical things concerning your week ahead okay um, nothing much other than that going on Sunday on Monday we've got 636 a.m. central time the moon's in Virgo squaring Saturn and going void for eight hours and seven minutes, okay? And so um, Monday, a good chunk of the day. Not until 2.43 p.m. Central does the moon enter Libra. So for a good chunk of um, Monday in our week ahead, the moon is void. Monday um, morning, rising before 3 o'clock Central, no interviews. (laughs) That's not the day you do your interview. That's not the day you make this, you know, very um, important presentation at work that you, you know, are hoping to either influence somebody with or get a raise from. Or no, not not this coming Monday, okay? Uh, 2:43 p.m. Central. The moon does enter Libra and Air Sign, and a very uh, Air Sign ruled by Venus at that. So as of Monday, uh, later later in the afternoon we're going to be ready to enjoy others Libra is the sign of the other It governs the 7th house okay of other <laughs> any other any other that you're in relationship would be a business or a personal and so it's it's kind of like just the one on one vibe you know that we like to be under i don't care if it's like me and my mama's babies, when we talk on the phone, it's that kind of one-on-one vibe where you pair up, you bounce ideas off each other, um, you can eat more easily see someone else's point of view while the moon's in Libra. We're going to be emotionally satisfied to be together um, in beautiful settings. You know, if you know a Libra, you know that that Venus rulership of that sign easily manifests itself as, you know, fine things, fine foods, fine clothes, you know, anything that makes us feel more relaxed, um, helps us to have a good time. Um, While the moon's in Libra, we're going to be focused on tranquility and peace. Okay, harmonizing with another, compromising. This is a moon where if you, you got to smooth something out with somebody, you can do it a little better when the moon sign is ruled by Venus because Venus brings the ease. Venus brings the comfort. B- Venus brings the enjoyment, okay? Venus governs women. So... um yeah, making amends is highly favored under this moon, um, and 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 Libra talks about balance, bringing the balance in within the context of your relationship with other people and even yourself. Okay, um, because it's Venus rule, you know, you may be inspired or emotionally satisfied to decorate or have a get-together at your home or just beautify your home and space some kind of way. Um, Venus is going to govern fashion, like I said, finer things and so luxurious things, all right? Um, Venus governs that money, okay, and when Venus comes, I told you it brings the ease and the comfort, and you may feel super comfortable, (laughs) You know, letting them dollars easily flow out of your possession. So just watch that. That's a low vibrational manifestation of Venus, where you're overspending or you're you're overdoing the comfort and the ease, okay? Um, beyond your means to do so. So watch out for that. Um, also on Monday, 11:58 um, p.m. Central, late, 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 late that night, depending on your time zone, it could be Tuesday, early, early rising, uh, but the sun. And Saturn form a sextile. Now, this is a lesser um, aspect The sextile. It's not the trine. It's not the conjunction. It's not the square. It's not the opposition. It's the sextile, which is like a baby trine. Y'all know when I talk about the trine, I'm talking about gifts and things that are easy and effortless and harmoniously just flow to us. Well, the sextile is like, Okay, you have access to this ease and effortlessness and harmony, but you're going to have to take a step. You take a step, the universe is going to take three, five, seven, nine steps, okay? But you're going to have to, it's not going to fall in your lap. But once you step out, you know, take action towards the happiness, the contentment, the well-being, the joy that you're, um, like, that this sun sextile Saturn can offer, which I'm about to break down, then you know that it's yours for the taking because you did what you needed to access it, okay? Um, When sun sextiles Saturn, like it's going to be next late Monday night or early Tuesday rising, uh, and it's only going to do this twice this year, okay? Uh, My mama's baby's uh, here on February the 14th um, as well as October the 16th of this year. But it's that, I told y'all about Jupiter sextile Saturn when we were talking about Jupiter retrograde. Well, this is the sun sextile Saturn. And so it's that same kind of access to this Saturnian energy that can benefit us. We're going to be so ready to have some practical results, some successful practical results um, under this influence. And we're going to have the the sense of dutifulness and responsibility and maturity and the serious attitude that it's going to require. That's the part we play. That's the one step we take in order to enjoy the achievement of our goals. The sun talks about achieving goals because it talks about our focus and, and what we want and what we desire. And Saturn talks about achieving goals because it talks about success and rewards that come from hard work. And so these are two, both two goal-oriented energies, and they're hum, mildly, harmoniously aspected here in the week ahead. If it's something that – so here we go with two goal-oriented entities in a beautiful relationship to each other. And so what do you think is going to be a good idea to do earlier on next week? Anything that needs to get done, any goals that need to be completed, any tasks that seem difficult that we need to be real serious about and take seriously, those, we may need to step up. The sun represents the ego for a reason. We may need to step up in the authority and the leadership of who we are and get it done. That energy could be seen off of us, and we could be recruited by other people to help them get stuff done because they see we're about that business. We're about getting it done. We're about achieving these goals. We're about achieving these practical results. And we ain't making no mistakes. We're getting it done. We focus. Okay? You could be um, approached by younger people who who are seeking out the wisdom that you're exuding, the leadership that you're exuding. I'll never forget. I, it just... It, The most interesting things throughout my life, I swear, just from being in even the store and just random children coming up to me. This one child came up to me, can you help me find my mommy or whoever? The other one came up and asked me something, another thing one time. and So that's that's the kind of thing you may see here next week, just you exuding this energy of leadership and ability and skills and dutifulness, and responsibility, professionalism. You could be seeking out here in the week ahead the professionalism and leadership and, and um, dutifulness of someone else that you trust, that has that shown responsibility and endurance in these areas in their own field of professionalism, okay, an elder, a mentor, okay, Um, Somebody who was born with Sun sextile Saturn in their natal chart, like Rihanna, who's a Pisces, Janet Jackson, who's a Taurus. That means there's someone, there's Sun sextile Saturn, their Sun for Rihanna was in Pisces sextile Saturn in another sign. Janet Jackson's Sun in Taurus, Tania's Sun in Taurus, MC Hammer's Sun in Aries and Red Fox's Sun in Super Sagittarius. all born with sun sextile Saturn in their natal chart. So where Saturn normally is just this really kind of heavy, <laughs> you know, responsibility feels heavy and being serious and mature feels heavy. And, but the sun sextiling this energy, especially in a natal chart, definitely by transit like we're experiencing here in the week ahead Saturn gets to be a little bit more, Saturn gets warm, gets to warm up a little bit. Come on, Saturn, and warm up. So it's this, through this sextile aspect that these people born with this in their chart are, are able to be a bit more communicative and expressive of their identity through roles of leadership, through roles of responsibility. Um, I love it. Um, Through roles of even being a parent. Y'all, we don't see how Janet Jackson is going to, well, we may not see. She was such a reclusive life, which is probably for the best. But um, I'm sure a parent, becoming a parent is going to change her in some really beautiful ways. It's probably going to really warm her up in ways that she may have been a bit more non-expressive or communicative before, maybe just in the way of being a parent. She's never expressed herself in that way before. All righty, y'all. So Wednesday, um, this time next week, actually a little later in the evening, 7.54 p.m. Central, uh, the sun does shine the moon, and it goes void for four hours. So this is just, you know, Wednesday night, uh, making to-do lists, Finding anything you've lost, reviewing things, finishing up things you started while the moon was active in Libra, and just, just uh, you know, if you are getting together with somebody on uh, Wednesday evening, just you know, establish friends and family. Probably get some really good rest that night, and you're able to definitely get rid of excess if you need to as well. Release, you know, that whole twelfth house Neptunian Piscean feel that. Uh, the void moons kind of give us Where we're not doing new things We're not planting new seeds in a void moon We are tending to What we've already planted And we're preparing for when we can Plant again Which does come on Thursday February the 16th Super shout out to the my, One of my Favorite Aquariuses Whose solar return is that day um, But February the 16th Thursday At 1241 AM Central, the moon enters Scorpio. We can plant seeds again. We can emotionally invest and be emotionally satisfied and satisfy our emotional cravings that are related to Scorpio as of Thursday when we rise up, okay? Thursday when we rise up, uh, moon and Scorpio is talking about us being very satisfied to go deep, Okay? be it within the context of our own relationship with ourselves or within the context of our relationship with others. We're going to be ready to go deep. We're not going to be satisfied to be superficial. We're going to want to engage intensely with ourselves and others. So this is the energy where we're satisfied to do that self-psychological you know, um, study on ourselves and others. We're fascinated with Things that are hidden from us when the moon is in Scorpio. So, that door that's marked enter at your own risk, we rip off that, you know, caution tape and we bust through that door, even if it ain't no floor underneath us. We're just ready to see what's behind the door. And so, um, it's also a water sign, okay? So, it can get deep emotionally at the point uh, as of Thursday of next week, okay? And if there's just anything I just gotta gotta say about that, definitely, uh, Scorpio does govern. Um, it governs all things that are taboo, but it governs things that are mysterious and occult-like and hidden. Even astrology, okay. So um, if you're just, it it talks about research and investigation and uncovering secrets, secrets within ourselves or others, and so. It's also ruled by Pluto, so it can go bad if you don't use it, once again, constructively and productively. Don't use this research investigative energy to spy on your significant other. If you were a significant other you need to spy on, then this is the perfect energy to do some deep, intense psychological research on your own self to see why am I with somebody? I got to snoop through their phone and... Put a track on a vehicle, and no, that's not what this energy is for. This is a really good energy. It's a good healing energy um, because it's also a releasing of uh, where um, the exact opposite of Scorpio is Taurus, where we collect things and we gather things and we attract things. Scorpio here, where we'll be at in the week ahead by Thursday rising, we're releasing. We're purging. We're sharing. Scorpio governs shared resources, even emotional resources, who we share emotional resources with, who we share intimacy with, okay? Um, sexual healing can occur under this energy. Um, detoxing, there's, that's twice in the week ahead where detoxing is going to be a good idea under that Virgo Moon, which we're going to be in all weekend long through, uh, yeah, through uh, Monday. And then when score, we end pretty much in the week. Uh, technically, we end the week with the moon in Sag, but here near the end of our week ahead, the moon's going to be in Scorpio, which will be yet another time that's good for purging, detoxing, colonic, taking things out. Um, purging, uh, recycling, doing weeding in the garden, uh, going on an emotional or spiritual journey, um, getting a deep tissue, this is a deep energy, getting a deep tissue massage would be good, purging all them toxins out your body through that, um, or just being really emotionally honest with somebody. Like I said, low vibrational Pluto, which governs Scorpio, can play out in these power plays and manipulation and jealousy and obsession, and, but it doesn't have to. It plays out its best. We're at our, one of our most powerful states when we can just be honest, just like when I was talking about Uranus. You're at your most powerful soul of Uranus when you just can be yourself. You're at one of your most powerful places under this moon and Scorpio energy when you can be honest. Okay, and you may have to go deep psychologically within the context of your own soul to get there, but we can we can get there. Okay, especially when you're talking about people that you're in intimate relationship with, people you're sharing resources with. It's probably for the best to be honest with these people. Not that I suggest lying to people you don't know, but you can be superficial and surface level with them. With people you going deep with, it's good. To be honest, this energy is also good, Moon and Scorpio, for any anything relating to those kinds of resources, taxes, accounting. Um, uh, throw that in there. All right, Thursday, 12:15 p.m. Central, February 16th, Mercury sextiles, Mars, another kind of lesser um, aspects, not the trine, not the conjunction, not these major ones, but still, I thought I'd mention it along with the other sextile aspects here in the week ahead because there's not just too terribly much going on. I will take, ooh, yeah, I'm going to blow through this pretty quickly because I really want to get to the sun in Pisces. I named the show what I named it because... Um, you know what? I want to get there so bad. Let me go ahead and go through this Mercury sextile Mars real quick. Um, in the week ahead on Thursday afternoon as Mercury sextile in Mars, and I want you all to look at this stuff before. I'm telling you all what day is exact, which is next Thursday, the 16th, but I want you all to be looking for this energy on Sunday when the week starts because these uh, aspects don't happen in a vacuum. They are happening and as you get closer to that date that they ex- and time that they're exact, they're ha- they're, it's happening even stronger until it gets to that point, and then it starts to break up after and wane afterwards, okay? So leading up through Thursday the 16th, Mercury sextiles Mars talks about our Mercury mental mind margin speeding up. Now, what do I always say about Mars? Mars, it's, it's stay, look, this is the energy to stay ready to go. <laughs> Mars is not waiting on nobody to say green light Mars gone That's why I say look for this a little early uh, Our mental Our, our reflexes to be Sped up Mars is a fire It's a fire energy and it, it had, It's talking about drive and passion And so we're going to feel that drive uh, Mentally in our minds To succeed at something A strong drive uh, to do something, to initiate something purposeful in our lives, okay? And so we can get a lot done here with under this energy in our week ahead and probably in a very short amount of time. Mars also brings the courage and the bravery necessary to initiate and start something. It takes a lot of courage to get up off your butt and do what needs to get done, and this is the energy to do it under, Um I don't care if it's physical, if it's physical even better. Uh uh but even in mercurial matters um like business and negotiations, it's going to be good for that, okay? And and you're probably going to more more than likely succeed um at something that that requires a little bit of initiative, push, courage, or bravery to get going. Um And, and because others are going to be subject to this influence too, then you, you likely could, if you need some support or, or somebody else with that fire up under them, it might be a good time to recruit that, that kind of support as well. Um, this is just that energy to get it done under. Um, people who were born under this energy, like Beyonce Knowles, she was born with Mercury in Libra, sextile Mars in another sign, Prince, and interestingly, Jeffrey Dahmer were both born with Mercury and Gemini, so you can see how different energies play out. Same energy, Mercury and Gemini, one manifests in print. There's one way one manifests. That same energy manifests in Jeffrey Dahmer in a completely different way. Jay-Z, along with his significant other, Beyonce, he has Mercury sextile Mars in his chart, but his Mercury's in Sag Sagittarius. And Nelson Mandela has uh, Mercury sextile Mars, but his Mercury's in Leo. And Malcolm X also has uh, Mercury sextile Mars in uh, in his chart in Taurus. Okay, Mercury in Taurus. And so you can easily see through them and people like them with this energy in their chart. People born under this energy that we're going to be living through next week—they're uh, gonna. They tend to have a sharp mind. They tend to have a sharp tongue. They tend to stay ready, you know, to communicate something. Y'all see, it don't take nothing for Beyonce to make a song about something. That's her Mercury. Really got something to say, and ain't scared to say it. She say all. She just said all kinds of things in her songs, and so and so. That took, she she made the, I told you last week, she made the announcement of her most recent pregnancy inside of an Aries moon. That, of course, Mars governs Aries. There go Mercury and Mars yoking up again in transit just like it is in her birth chart. So um, these people tend to have a fighting spirit. Uh, they tend to be very intelligent, have quick briefly as well as mentally. And these people are formidable opponents in any type of competitive endeavor. Um, they tend to win. <laughs> I think Prince, Beyonce, Jay Z, Malcolm X, Nelson Mandela could could easily, you know, say that they they felt like they've won something maybe at some point. And even Jeffrey Dahmer, hey, he wanted something else that many of us will never want. Okay, and so, but he, you got to admit what he did won't, as twisted and as sick as it was, he did that. He got exactly what he wanted. He won. That feels so weird for me to even say that regarding him, but clearly I'm trying to show you something. Um, these people are not really theorizing about how things will turn out. They just act on their instincts. And with confidence, that's probably why Jeffrey Dahmer was so successful. People really believed he was just normal. Oh, we coming to your house just to uh, socialize? Yeah, we just coming to socialize. Come on. And you get up in that house and you don't come out because he's confident. And so these people also can be very driven to um, succeed as well. They've got that strong work ethic and initiative that, that makes people respect them. Okay, it's even men, just like Prince. Folks wanted to say he was swinging eighty-five ways. Maybe Prince could take your hide your wife, hide your girlfriend, cause he got him confident, very masculine, very margin, but also you know very um his Mercury's in Gemini, so he can flip it any way he wanted. That's why y'all need to watch out for that president select, because he is a Gemini. I need y'all to know he got two faces, and don't be fooled. Uh, February 17th, Friday, in the week ahead, one thirty eight p.m. Central, the moon does sextile Pluto and go void for almost a full day, guys, okay? 23 hours and 14 minutes, so from Friday afternoon, one thirty eight p.m., and not until... Saturday, February eighteenth at twelve fifty two PM when the moon enters Sagittarius is void. So Friday night not gonna be your first date. Not if you want something to come out of it. Not not this Friday night. So Saturday night. The moon's gonna be in Sagittarius, y'all gonna have a whole lot of fun. Look, Jupiter real sad, so y'all gonna have more than enough fun if you just save it just Saturday. Don't you you might not want to do it Friday though if you wanna see them again. If you want another date um, But Saturday, February the 18th While the moon is void in Scorpio The sun enters Pisces 5.31 a.m. Central Okay I can hardly wait to break this down Just because I I, I got to take y'all back To even start it out That's why I say, no, nah, let me just wait I'll talk about it all at one time because I got to take y'all back to December 21st or 22nd. I can't remember exactly which day it fell on this year because in different calendars it'll be different. But either way you slice it, it was winter solstice. It was the day that we shifted from Sagittarius season, which ends the Sagittarius closes out the autumn or the fall, however you want to refer to it, And immediately after it comes up out of Sag, the sun comes out of Sag, it goes into Capricorn, and that is denoting the winter solstice and the winter season. And I told y'all way back then, way back then, and I know half of y'all was like, "Ah." I know because parts of me didn't, really take all of it that serious this time around. Last year, this time around, I was on it. I was eating clean, you know, I was celibate and, you know, all that stuff and all these things that are really good to practice when you start to learn what time it is and how to live inside of time, how to live with nature, how to live on nature's timetable and schedule. Because if you if you, if you took winter solstice seriously, then by the time we get to the spring equinox here on March the 20th, you're going to be ready to bust through the double doors. You're going to be ready to spring forth. But if we don't do this season right that we're currently in, we're going to find out. And it's cool if you've been slipping and slacking up until now, but when the, when the sun enters Pisces in the week ahead, that's when a whole bunch of people finna going to find out what it really means to wrap up a solar year. Pisces is the final of the 12 signs before it starts all over again in Aries at the spring equinox. And it's the final sign of this winter season. We started out with Capricorn, we're currently in Aquarius, Pisces finishes it out. We're finishing out winter season, we're finishing out a solar year, and it's time to sat down. It was time to do that when Capricorn season started, but we all didn't, we didn't get the picture. We were too busy. What, uh, winter solstice is the 21st. Four days later was uh, the um, Christmas holiday. Then we got New Year. Then we got this and that and Super Bowl and this and that. And I bet we've been turning it up. Ain't they both been clean eating. When I say clean eating, I mean fruits and veggies. That's what I mean. I mean stuff that's not processed. Stuff that's natural. I just got to be telling you it's gonna behoove us to live in accordance with nature, natural. And this is that time of the year where you don't you don't eat as much or as bad. You eat cleaner this time of year. You're 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 doing something energetically when you do that. You're getting ready for something energetically. You're getting ready to spring forth. So here coming up at at, uh, Saturday in the week ahead when the sun enters Pisces, it's going to signify that last little stretch before spring equinox. Are you ready to spring forth? With who you are right now, are you ready to spring forth? Are you ready to show to the world March 20th, Hey, this is what me hibernating for three months did for me. You gonna come out thirty pounds heavier? Cause you didn't take heat, or are you gonna come out okay, white clean for at least that last month, and I'm at least I'm not coming out any heavier. I may not have lost nothing. <laughs> You know, and there's so much more to it than that. I give y'all just, I keep it pretty simple here on the radio because for anybody who just happens to come across it, I don't want to scare them off. (laughs) like, uh uh-uh, that astrology stuff is too much. (laughs) Um, But, of course, you know, mamas, babies, and people I talk to on a regular basis, I give them the goods, I let them have it because I expect that much out of myself as well as others because I love to see us shine. Uh, my, I'm a Sagittarius. My sun sign is ruled by Jupiter. I'm, i I'm, I'm here to express myself in my well-being. That's what Jupiter rules in my contentment and happiness. If a sage can't be content and happy, goddamn it, who can? And so, um, I just want to share that with you that in this final stretch. Of sun enters Pisces season from February the eighteenth to through March the twentieth. I want y'all to think really seriously about going ahead and cleaning up that your your eating habits for this last little stretch. It's not forever. Going ahead and cleaning that up, um, cleaning up your other habits. That's why this is a good time. I love that Jupiter's retrograde through this season, and we kind of get to, you know, you you all know uh, Jupiter, which governs Sagittarius, and Sagittarius and Pisces are interrelated. And Jupiter, depending on the astrologer you talk to, they won't even recognize Neptune as Pisces' ruler because they feel on the, the uh, ancient rulerships of Jupiter governing Pisces and Sagittarius. So this is all related. It's all speaking in tandem to communicate to you that this is not the time to be overindulging in your addictions and your greed, our addictions and our greed. This is the time to focus on our contentment, our well-being, our spiritual well-being, because guess what's going to happen? Let me tell you some things Pisces governs and how... Just like the title suggests, you can either be living a nightmare or you can be living the life of your dreams. We get to decide and choose. On the lower vibrations, Pisces governs confinement, the confinement you don't want, like locked up in in a correctional facility or a hospital. What you think going to happen if you don't get a control of over your addiction? our addictions, our uh uh compulsive behaviors. Our greed. On the lowest level Pisces can govern uh, deception, self deception. Oh, I ain't I'm just thick. I told y'all. Y'all don't wanna come through spring season, thirty pounds heavy, you're talking about oh, uh I'm just bloated. All right, that's that self-deception. Pisces on the lower vibration also governs, uh, um, you know, of course, with the self-deception, even just lying, lying, and uh, 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 um, and definitely some mental, Neptune low vibration has been showing up as, like, mental issues, like... Uh, Like I said, the kinds that can end you up not just in a hospital for physical ailments, but for mental ailments too. On the highest vibration, like I said, Pisces is talking about just being. That's why I'm saying if we're going to wrap up this winter solstice season properly, by the time we get to next, this coming Saturday, the 18th, next Saturday, the 18th, we need to if we, if you haven't made it up in your mind by before then definitely by then make up in your mind to simply be. The sun talks about how we express ourselves and what we want. I encourage you to want to simply be from February eighteenth to March twentieth to to simply want to rest, okay? To 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 allow your ego to be satisfied. By simply being. I know it might be a novel idea for some. Some people don't know how to rest. Some people don't know how to relax. Some people don't know how to get good quality sleep that Pisces governs. When when springtime comes, you're going to be ready to spring up and spring out. But if you don't do Sun and Pisces season right, you going your spring gonna break. A broke spring ain't going nowhere. So it's also a water sign, Pisces is, and so <clears throat> you're gonna have to contend with those feelings too. from a place of prayer and meditation and rest and relaxation and simply being and allowing and surrendering. You're not going to, Pisces ain't the, Pisces is the final sign, the last sign. I can guarantee this. You're not doing anything new. You're not initiating anything. You're not planting nothing unless it's Pisces related. Spring ain't gonna, won't have sprung until March 20th. So if you're trying to spring up, spring out between February 18th and March 20th, you're going to be going against nature. If you're trying to do a whole bunch of stuff that Mars rules there in Aries in the first house in Pisces season, where Jupiter and Neptune have rulership, and it's more about mm, Either not doing, or not doing, or doing things that are Piscean related, things that are that feed your spirituality, things that feed your imagination, do that while the sun's in Pisces to wrap up your winter solstice season properly, so you can have a you can have a good start to spring. You can spring out confidently. Mars is that Mars that governs Aries, this where the spring season is initiated. You, you We're gonna want to be bold and courageous in initiating things and ready to go. Like I always say about Mars and Aries, you 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 ain't gonna be able. You're not gonna be ready to go if you didn't rest your soul, your mind, your body. You're striving. You're not striving in Sun and Pisces. If you didn't get the stuff done before Sun entered Pisces, hang it up until March twentieth. I'm talking relationship. I'm talking being celibate that last, for Sun entered Pisces. Unless you're, co- once again, unless you're entering into a. a, a a relationship with someone that's built on or currently in a relationship with someone that's built on unconditional love that's built on Pisces governs selflessness. Ain't no ego in that. You sitting up trying to get you one off and just get up and go. It ain't gonna flow like that while the sun is in Pisces. You can try it. You might be self-deluding yourself. You might get lied to. You might be in some old deceptive stuff. Sure, I ain't going to say you can't get down in Pisces season. What I'm saying is if it's not on a higher level, if it's not spiritual, if if you're not communing with your soulmate and y'all doing some old spiritual stuff, then you might find that it's not as fulfilling or productive as it will be in another season. I'm telling y'all what time it is ahead of time to let y'all know what time, uh, uh, what it's going to be a good time to be involved in. Pisces is talking about selflessness, empathy, devotion. If, if, if this is characteristic of your relationship, go for it. Okay? On the low vibration, though, it's also talking about being a victim and being passive and elusive. Can't nobody pin you down. It's time to wrap things up when the sun's in Pisces, okay? Uh, dream, heal. when you When you finally can rest and sleep and relax and meditate and pray and drink you plenty of water and go to you some water and immerse yourself in some water, all wonderful things to do while the sun's in Pisces, then you can heal. You can regain your strength that you're going to need when the sun enters Aries and the spring season starts. It's imperative. You don't. You may not see that right now, but you're going to see it when Aries season comes and you're either going to be looking up, just like the title say, you're going to be looking up like, yay, you know, all my dreams are coming true and, to have that feeling of springtime and flowers and sun, or you going to be sitting up on March 20th looking like, God, dog, I am in the middle of a nightmare. Because I didn't think fat meat was greasy, and I did not believe that there was anything to this Pisces energy and that I could just do all kind of Aries stuff in Pisces season, and, and it'd be cool. You're not striving, you're not fighting in Pisces season, none of that Um, Let me tell you some good things to do and not to do Um, Shout out to, before we uh, wrap up today Shout out to uh, Astrology King Shout out to Astrology King Uh, uh, Shout out to uh, the Dark Pixie Astrology And shout out to tarot.com as well Special super... Duperty duper, shout out to Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio as well as my astrology coach. Y'all have got to stay plugged into my astrology coach and Mama Dada Astrology just from week to week <laughs> in order to keep up, okay? But some of the um, things that are good to do uh, during Pisces season is going to be uh, anything that that allows you to be selfless, taking care of someone. When you're doing things, that selflessly, you ain't worried about no payment. You ain't worried about if somebody's going to give you an accolade or a pat on the back. You're doing it because it's the most caring and compassionate thing you can do, just like a Pisces, just like the Pisces Frequency. Um, be there for somebody, somebody going through something and you got access to all this extra good feelings and stuff. You know don't learn how to be with them and not get sucked in and get your energy drained, but that's why I say give from your overflow that way your cup is still full um uh Pisces governs all things artistic and poetic and dreamy, so you know anything artful that comes out of you let it come be it saying something healing and beautiful um uh Definitely uh, get you as much rest and sleep and dream and meditate as much as you can. Um, You know, it's, it's the time to just be so you're not really just worried about what you're wearing and And all this stuff, you know, you're just being, you're being whatever, however you're flowing, it's flowing out of you to simply be. Then you be that, you do that. Uh, Anything relating to spiritual, um, crystals, candles, incense, astrology, tarot, indulge to your heart's content in that stuff, okay? Okay. Um, watch out for the low vibes, you know, the addiction, the drug use, the escape, the the Pisces wants to escape, you know, helpfully you do that through dreams and imagining imagining and meditating, but on the low vibration you caught up in drugs and alcohol and uh, and you around some real low vibrational people that's draining you. So look forward to healing. Get your rest, get your renewal, reconnect to your spiritual self, so you can get ready to set off the spring real proper, like, on on some uh, living the life of your dream stuff instead of a nightmare, okay? I'm going to go through all the horoscopes for you guys for Sun and Pisces season um, next week. And until then, know that I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'll talk to you all again real soon. Connect with me. Peace.